0: It is Tuesday, June 9th, 2020, and you were tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. You know, I realized as I was putting this show together when I opened yesterday, I actually said Monday, May 8th. So apologies to uh, whoever I confused out there. It was actually not Monday, May 8th. It was Monday, June 8th. Um, But back today on this Tuesday for another round of Dirt Tracker Daily. Had a little bit of racing to talk about from last night, a couple of news items, um, and then we'll dig into Shane Stewart's season a little bit. So uh, first off, the All-Star Circuit of Champions was at Lawton Speedway in Oklahoma last night, making up for their race last Thursday that was postponed due to weather. Aaron Reitzel and Kyle Larson had split the All-Star shows over the weekend, and you figured both would be fast again last night. Reitzel was the pole setter for the feature, with his teammate Josh Boffman to his outside. It took three attempts to get the race started after early cautions for a slowing Zeb Wise and then several cars spinning over in turn two. Once it settled out, though, Reitzel assumed the lead, with Larson dropping into second. Reitzel remained out front until lap 12, and Larson slipped by in lap traffic to take the lead. As we've seen in previous nights, though, Reitzel would not go away quietly with the two again trading the top spot over the next few laps. Approaching halfway, Larson was able to gap Reitzel a bit through traffic, but by lap 25, Reitzel was there again and then was able to throw a slider for the lead. Larson then crossed him back over to retain the top spot. Reitzel duplicated the same maneuver again three laps later, again with Larson able to cross him back over. From there, the 57 settled in out front for the next 10 laps, but Reitzel made one more charge at Larson over the final two laps. It wasn't enough, however, and Larson was able to hold on to win his second All-Star feature in a row. Reitzel ended up second with Danny Dietrich third, Josh Boffman fourth, and DJ Neto in fifth. The win was Larson's third series win of the season and 12th All-Star win of his career. Reitzel was able to increase his lead in the standings to 40 points now with Danny Dietrich in second, Zeb White is third, Corey Lyson fourth, and Brock Zierfoss is fifth. The All-Stars are back tonight at Outlaw Motor Speedway, which was originally scheduled for Saturday, but was postponed due to weather. The action can be watched live on Flow Racing. Um, you know, if Larson stays out here, I think this is going to be fun over the next uh, couple of nights, couple of weeks, um, to see these guys kind of du- duke it out. But, you know, you've seen Dietrich kind of sneaking up in there. He's been fast. Eliasson's been up here, too. Uh, you know, I think this isn't going to be a runaway deal for Reitzel this year in the championship. I could see any, any number of these guys, Dietrich. Elias and, you know, even Zierfoss and Zeb Wise has been really solid here uh, to start the season as well. You you know, even with the lack of experience he has in in, in 410 sprint car. So it's going to be fun to watch the All-Stars this year. If you're again, if you're looking for something to watch tonight, you can check that out on Flow Racing. If you're looking for something else to watch, maybe not into the All-Stars or sprint cars, There's one other show on the DirtTracker.com daily pay-per-view schedule. Speed Shift has super late models and a full slate of IMCA action from Marshalltown Speedway tonight. So you can check that out with your Speed Shift subscription. Uh, A couple other news items. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series announced yesterday that their June 12th and 13th stops at Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina and Smoky Mountain Speedway in Tennessee will will allow fans in attendance. It will be the first time the series has raced in front of fans since February. Friday's show at Cherokee is uh, 12,000 to win and Saturday at Smoky Mountain is Fifteen thousand to win. For those fans that cannot attend, both races uh, have been added to the schedule of uh, the live schedule over at Lucas Oil Racing TV, so you can watch those live online. For more information about the two events, you can visit lucasdirt.com. If you want, to, if you're interested in uh, visiting those racetracks, you can find a lot more information there. Also, after a long hiatus, the NARCA King of the West Sprint Series announced they will return to racing on Saturday, June twentieth, at Colorado Speedway in Hanford, California. Due to local restric- uh, restrictions, the event will be without fans in the stands, but all of the action can be watched live on speedshift all the usual social distancing protocols will be in place for the competitors at the event It'd be nice to see those California guys be able to get back racing. I know it's been a little tougher out there than it has been in some of the other states. Um, so hopefully they're able to kind of get some more of these racetracks open. I know Marysville's are actually you know raced a bunch. We've talked about some of those shows, um, but hopefully we can start getting some more of that state opened up. And and uh, you know as long as everybody is staying safe. So um, as they've done several times over the last few years, Tim Kading will again partner up with Jason Sides and his Sides Motorsports team this weekend for a two-car effort with the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series at Knoxville Raceway. Kading has two starts so far in 2020, both coming this past weekend at Beaver Dam. Uh, He finished 14th and 16th. His last World of Outlaws start in Knoxville came last season in the Knoxville Nationals where he finished fourth. The World of Outlaws head to Knoxville Friday and Saturday for the Brownells Big Gun Bash. Limited seating is available with social distancing in effect. Uh, If you cannot be there, you can also watch live with your fast pass over on Dirt Vision. Dirt Vision, again, will have another busy weekend of racing, um, including that Knoxville uh, doubleheader for the World of Outlaws. And speaking of the World of Outlaws, we've been talking about Shane Stewart some lately. You know, he's had some strong results driving Bernie Stubjans, and he raced parts number 71. Um, I I wanted to kind of dig into his numbers a little bit over the last couple of years. You know, 2018 was in the, was was it Larson Marks then or Kyle Larson racing the two car? And then 2019, uh, you know, moved to CJB and then was out, uh, you know, announced fairly early in the season, you know, in September that he would not return to that car in 2020 and you know I was kind of left wondering if maybe his sprint car career wasn't coming to an end. You know, goes down to down to Australia, does well down there, and and now has an opportunity here to run some World of Outlaws races to start the season. So, you know, the the future of him and Bernie is a little unclear at this point. Uh, we know they're going to run Knoxville this weekend, but Bernie, you know, obviously has to run Indy race parts, which is you know a business that he <laughs> he relies on. So, you know, whether or not they'll be able to continue this World of Outlaws run, I think will just depend on scheduling and, and what Bernie can get done. But there's no doubt that they've been fast here to start the season. You know, and Stewart's saga, the last couple of years has. Been been fairly well-documented, you know, the moves between the teams and and all of the things he's kind of been through, Um, but he's definitely been resurgent this year. He's fourth right now in the series standings behind Brad Sweet, Donnie Schatz, and Logan Schuhart. Stewart started out this season um, at Volusia with Sides Motorsports. Uh, He then jumped in the 71 starting at Knoxville. He had a couple of strong results down at Volusia with the sides car. And then that first race at Knoxville, they finished 16th. But since they finished 16th at Knoxville, they've reeled off a string of six top six finishes um, in a row. This is actually going back through the 2018 season. This is by far his longest string of top six finishes. The previous longest I could find was four races back in the 2018 season that he went, uh, you know, finishing in the top six, uh, you know, that many times. So, you know, definitely on, on a good run of of races right now and, and something we haven't seen a lot from Shane Stewart here in the last couple of years but I wanted to kind of dig into his numbers a little bit more. Um, his average finish this season so far is two and a half positions better than it was in 2019. He's also improved his average start by nearly five positions. So obviously a lot easier to, uh, to finish well when you're starting well. Um, and then, you know, with the World of Outlaws Formula, it's no secret that qualifying is important. And Stewart has made big gains this season there as well. Last year, his average qualifying position was a tick over 11th. Um, so far in 2020, it's 5.8. Uh, so, you know, big gain there. And Stewart's been able to take full advantage of those good qualifying positions through ten races in 2020. He's finishing in the top ten 70% of the time. While in 2019, he was a top ten finisher only 47% of the time. Um, you know, and again, so you know the way the World of Outlaws format you know goes. If if you qualify well, you're going to get set up in a heat race well. You know, as long as you as you don't you know make a mistake in a heat race, you're going to you know if you transfer in, you're going to start well in in, in features. You're going to have opportunities to make dashes, all those types of things. So you're going to have you know better opportunities to start. Up front, just by qualifying well, and and you know with the big gain he's made this year, and, and the things that him and Bernie are able to be uh, able to do, he's been a lot better to start these features, you know. And I, I think it's important too as we look at Shane's numbers and and kind of take a look at where he's been the last couple of years. I think it's important to know just how vital driver confidence and team chemistry are. There's no doubt that that two team and the five team, uh, you know, uh, that you know, there's no doubt they have good cars and and are capable of winning on a nightly basis. Nobody doubts that. You know, the two has been really good with Carson Macedo. the CJ Bunch. Is CJB Bunch has had a, a bunch of success over the years, has won some big races, um, did some great things with David Gravel. Um, but I think, you know, obviously not every combination, every pairing is going to work. Um, you know, and, and Stewart has talked about winning down under this offseason off as a confidence booster for him. You know, I think you, you get pretty low as a, as a driver. And, you, you know, we've heard that from so many drivers over the years that, you know, if you start finishing poorly with the World of Outlaws, it just happens over and over and over again. And, and you race so often that it's almost hard to kind of break out of that mentally. Um, Um, So, you know, Shane getting opportunity to go to Australia and win some races, you know, he says was big for him. And him and Bernie are just clicking right now. They've just they've been able to you know jump in and be fast right away. Um, and, and there's no reason to think that that wouldn't continue. You know, especially this weekend at Knoxville, and especially with the two of them having already raced at Knoxville here not that long ago. You know, they're going to have a much better idea of what they're going to need going forward to make that car fast. So I really hope the two can find a way to keep making it work out there with the World of Outlaws. They are clearly rolling this season and have some opportunities to win some races and and, and do really well up against the competition this year. So um, it'll be fun to watch going forward. Hope we get a chance to see them some more that's the show for today. Hope everybody has a good Tuesday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show daily on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Uh, Thanks everybody for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.